Set a fire to your squabbling gaze Do you quill at heart queen? Come ye to them for more Hi <laughs> Hi Hi How are you? I'm really good, how are you? I'm fucking fabulous. Happy release day of season Happy two. Happy release day of season two. So, how does it feel? It feels releasing. We're back on track. On track to what? To release. You, Thomas, we can't. We can't go down this rabbit hole again. <laughs> For everybody listening, it's the 12th when you hear it, but we're recording it on the 5th. <gasps> yeah. Breaking the temporal boundary for y'all. I know. So, in that case, we do. We should just say, uh, number one... Welcome to Do You Queer What I Queer. I didn't even try on that one. That's, we did it again. That's out. Oh, can we back okay. this whole thing up? Welcome to Do You Queer What I Tom. <laughs> no, actually, Do You Queer What I Tom? <laughs> yes. Do You Queer What I, I queer. queer. And that's... And that's... Tom. And this is... Elliot. And you're listening to Dickwick. <laughs> you would think after 27 that was episodes... truly stupid. It was actually the worst one you've ever done. Um, but yes, going back to timeline really quick, mm-hmm. the election hasn't happened for us in real time. Right. So, so either in real time, Tom and Elliot are very, very upset yep. or we're very, very happy. Yeah. Or we're like mildly confused, but also happy. But probably not that one. Probably not that one. So, so do you want to just do three little bits right now? Like someone just said, oh, the PC's won. What would you say to that? Um, Fuck. Okay, what if someone said, holy shit, the NDP won? Amazing. And Yay. what about the Liberals won? Okay. Sure. There you go, guys. So <laughs> just choose whichever one fits the news, and then you'll hear from us the following week. Uh, and by then, we'll have our steaks all staked out. All sauced up and steaky? All sauced up. I'm already sauced up. <laughs> and steaky? <laughs> um, Thomas? Yeah? What's your color today? Oh, my color is like... um. Like an aquamarine. Why? I don't know. I'm just feeling really fluid, really, you know, flowing, go with the flow. Ooh. Um, maybe in a river in a canoe, like drinking water with my hands. Out of the river? Yeah. You're going to need some iodine or something to clean that water. No, time. no. I'm too easygoing for that. For bacteria and E. coli. <laughs> You're just so easygoing. Yeah. I'm like a, I don't know. I'm like a freshwater dolphin. That's like just been unbeached. <laughs> unbeached? Are yeah. you happy to be back in the water? I feel great to be back in the water. We're it's un- really refreshing. Hinged right now. <laughs> What's your color? My color is like a burst cherry. Ooh. You, know, you know, it's like a little bit different on the inside. Like a hymen? Like, like, like a horse no, girl's like, hymen? Literally. What? Yes. What? Yes, no, like the fruit. <laughs> like the fruit crushed on the sidewalk. Because I feel, um, you know, like I've had a pretty creative last few days. Mm-hmm. I feel like reds and oranges are like very creative colors for me. But you feel crushed about it? I feel a little bit crushed. Not about that. Just, you um, look crushed. Thank you. I feel crushed. <laughs> no, I just haven't necessarily started like writing like my thesis. And I've been like sinking time into other projects. But that's right. also good. You know, like... Cherries are sweet. I'm yeah. sweet, but like 
I gotta pull myself together, both literally and figuratively. I'm crushing on you either way. That's so cute. Are you the one who stepped on me on the sidewalk? You damn right I was. Someone unbeached you over my cherry. <laughs> what? Like, actually, what's going on? Please save us. What's everybody. today? Today's something special. Today is something special. So, June 5th being today. June 5th is today. Um, and so, in 1981, uh, on this day, the CDC uh, had basically done the first report that recognized um, HIV-AIDS uh, epidemic. But what they were discussing was PCP, which is not the drug PCP. It's a very uh, rare form of pneumonia that affects uh, people with, with HIV-AIDS. <clears throat> and so it was basically like the first um, the first time the public had actually heard about it. And it was specifically about young gay men who were, who were getting this. Oh. So, oh, I need to check my sources right now. Um, I'm taking this entire thing from HuffPost's um, These Gay Men... This is a very long title. These Gay Men Have Spent 30 Years Learning How to Be Long-Term HIV Survivors, written by uh, Avichai Schur. Cool. Schur, I'm sure I read that wrong. Right. Not a pun on Schur. However, so t- what today... <laughs> sorry. Uh, what today is, and it's the fifth year running, is that it's HIV Long-Term Survivors Day, and it was started by the advocacy group Let's Kick Ass... Ass being AIDS survivor syndrome. Cool. Yeah, so I implore you guys to read this. Um, it's about, it revolves around a number of men, but um, mainly one man named Sean McKenna. And uh, basically the discussion is just that people who were diagnosed in the 80s and like the, the long-term survivors of, of HIV AIDS have um, a different kind of stigma around it, um, PTSD, and also uh, actual different side effects because the drugs were either ineffective or just straight out harmful. Um and oh, wow. So, right. So the conversation has to um, be historic as well and recognize the survivors and recognize what it must have been like for people just to have lived in that time and to see their friends, you know, passed away from, from this disease. So, yeah, took a turn. But Yowza. Yowza, indeed. Uh, recognition is important, though. So wait, what's the, day, the, the name of the day? The again? name of the day is HIV Long-Term Survivors Day. Cool. Yeah. So everyone uh, check that out. This will be like a week later, but... Um, do your research, you know, look into Better this. Better late than never. Start a conversation, I'd say. Right. Tom, do you have anything special to discuss? Um, not really. Not oh, really. that stupid thing happened yesterday. What thing? So the, um, uh, you know that whole cake controversy in that dumb fuck country, the USA? I saw that Jake from episode two posted about yeah. it. Yeah. So basically... Um, for those who don't know, and I'm sorry, I don't know the details, so check all the sources because this is coming out of my mind. But straight from the horse's mouth, straight from the whore's mouth. Yeah, that's um, Tom. Uh, the there is a bakery in Colorado that refused to serve uh, t- to make a cake for a gay couple's wedding, and so of course they tried to take legal action against this bakery, and in fact, it went all the way to the Supreme Court. And yesterday, the Supreme Court ruled in favor of the bakery, which fuck based you. on religious freedom. Yeah, they were saying that um, we have to respect that this is written into some religious doctrine, and that some people just have to follow it. Fuck you. Actually, fuck you. Did we yeah. not separate the church and the state? Is this not a fucking like public goods and services that people? Also- and if your church doctorate or whatever like includes 
going against human rights, then fucking change it. An extra fuck you to that. Ah. Yeah. Bah. I hate to pull receipts on your story. Just um, the couple was Charlie Craig and David Mullins. Um, and if anyone would like to do more research into this and reach out, I feel like that'd be good because we should all speak up. Cool. Even though we're not in the States. That's a... You love pulling receipts on my story. But... I do love pulling receipts. I'm still waiting to find some receipts for your businesswoman color, but <laughs> that's for another time. Everybody stay tuned and check out last episode. All to say, uh... just like... Just fucking hold people accountable and fuck you, the Supreme Court. Yeah, like, that's fuck yourself. So stupid. Yeah, I feel like there's rotten hell. Other things that we should be being mad at, but let's just. I mean, like go for it's so funny. Like I- I'm gonna, I'm gonna talk right now as if Doug Ford did not win the election okay. really quickly. Okay, and this um, is gonna be dark if he did, but keep going. Yeah, and like either way actually either way i'm talking no matter who wins like here we are in our canadian high horses being like look at that country fuck them but like look look at it it's the same fucking thing look outside look at look in the mirror canada it's true better go fuck yourself look in the fucking glacier canada look Look at what you glacier become you have become your art snot-nosed little toddler to, nope. I mean, also not Jesse. to. No, Jesse, don't cut this. I'll be mad. Not to like. I mean, to bring this one step back, but like, Canada's also not that great. No. Fucking Justin Trudeau just okayed that pipeline. I know. And like, a, what was it like? A multi-billion-dollar exchange with it's like really not a okay. Texas oil company, and just like anything in like Canada's quote-unquote national interest is just fucking lining people's pockets. And like this, he a. <laughs> Not that this is the first thing I should start with, but he has, like, an indigenous tattoo on his body and, like, claims to support and uphold um, truth and reconciliation and then just goes and fucking does this and then, like, weeps at, like, indigenous ceremonies. Like, save your tears, shove them in your asshole and go fuck yourself is what I'd like to say to the prime minister. And yes, I agree. (laughs) You'd watch it and you'd support the action. Yeah. Yeah. I'm all in support. I didn't know I was that angry about it until I started talking. Trudeau, fuck that shit. Yeah, fuck that shit. Anyway... Blood pressure rising, face right. turning red. We should uh, turn the tables. We should turn the tables. Cue Adele's turning tables. <laughs> I really wish we could. We can't play any music on this podcast. I hate with you and your rules. We should be able to play if we want to. You mean the law? Yeah, I would no, just... you're the law. You're the man. <laughs> I'd love you're the patriarchy we... right now. Keep it we going. We should fucking play music if we want to. This episode is just pulled off air immediately because of Tom's <laughs> dumb fucking decision. You stupid faggot. Fuck you. <laughs> Turn these tables. Let's do it. Okay. We have a very special guest this week. Hooray. We're very, very excited to introduce him. <gasps> Without further ado, <laughs> Tafari Anthony. That was way too late. <laughs> that felt really canned. Hated that. Welcome. Hello. Welcome. Thanks for having me, guys. Thank you so much for coming. <laughs> Welcome to Dickwick. Thank you. Thank you. And, um, I mean,. I don't want to just spring this on you, but, like, how are you feeling today? Yeah, like, what's your color? Um, I, I don't know. Let's go with purple. Mm. Purple, I don't know. <laughs> this week would be Prince's birthday, so let's say that's the reason. Oh, cool. Yeah. Great reason. That's amazing. Yeah. We not have talked about that. R.I.P. Okay. Um. <laughs> it's really sad. But that's a really good color. So, Fingerprints or fingering prints? Oh. <laughs> Whoa. Cut Jesse, cut that. Actually, cut that. <laughs> 
Okay, so purple. So tell us about how your week's been going. What's been going on? Uh, it's been pretty good. We started with a photo shoot with you, Elliot, yes. which was amazing. I just wanted you to plug my work, <laughs> like forcing you to talk about it. You did a photo shoot? Yeah. yeah. Yesterday. Yeah. Like also with like, purple backdrops. Maybe this is why purple is my color. Right. I didn't think about it, but there you go. Um, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Like We've like been in like circle for like a while, but I've never actually met you before yeah i think i've known of you for seven years just so weird which also to farai how is elliot as a photographer he's great i mean i haven't seen the edits yet so we'll we'll wait for that but tom take the gun (laughs) to farai's abdomen right now (laughs) can i just say too about knowing you for so long so i've actually only ever seen your name written and i all day for seven hours called you (laughs) tafari and literally as we were hugging to say goodbye you were like it's tafari and i was like i want to die right now (laughs) That must happen a lot. It, I'm just like honestly, I'm so used to hearing it that way. That's like, I feel like it basically is my name. That's how you say it. Like, but it's not your name. <laughs> it's not, but a lot of people do it. So I I'm appreciate just, the I'm correction. You're welcome. So Tafar I. Tafar I. Like an I. Like an I. Like you know. Tafar I. Yeah. Cool. Cool. <laughs> um, so we ask all of our guests this, so we'll ask you as well. Okay. Um, how in your life do you? sort of use your queerness to create change if if any to create change um i mean i guess like i feel like because i'm doing music there was a point where i wasn't out and i was like trying to play straight i guess uh, and that just did not work um so i think at a certain point i had to like confront my queerness and be okay with being that truthful in my music and just in life and everything. Um, so I feel like I use my queerness now, not in any particular way, like I have to be like, oh, I'm like gay and I'm proud, but just like trying not to hide it for any really reason, you know what I mean? Uh, where like, I feel like in music, that's just kind of how it's been for a long time. And it has changed quite a bit now, which is great, but right. at times I can still, it still feels like kind of hard to do that, to just be that open all the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because one thing to like, kind of like be around people that you know and like you know talk about your queerness and stuff like that, but then people you don't know, it's almost like I always feel like I'm laughing to come out again every time I like talk to someone new. And yeah, music yeah, kind yeah, of thing, yeah, You know yeah. what I mean? So I have so many questions. First is how long ago did you come out? Uh, I came out when I was 19, so cool. What's that like 20, 10 years? Cool. Yeah. And how long have you been doing music for? My entire life, as like cheesy as that sounds. That's so sweet. <laughs> Give us a timeline of your music. So. Oh my gosh. Um, so I mean, my family is very musical. So my mom's a singer. Uh, my dad does dub poetry, which is like poetry to music. So in my house, it was just like a thing that was encouraged. Uh, I think I did like my first like public performance when I was like six or seven. Holy oh my shit. god! I know. That's crazy. Like the Partridge Family. <laughs> <laughs> I don't get the reference. <laughs> Go to hell. <laughs> um, yeah, and then, like, during high school and stuff, like, I was recording and writing all that stuff as well. I think I put up my first album when I was 19, but I recorded from, like, when I was 16 to 18 kind of thing. Holy shit. Yeah. Um, this is the one where I played straight, uh, <laughs> which didn't last very long. Were there, like, love songs to women and stuff? Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> Need to go yeah. back and listen. It was like some good old classic R&B shit. It was great. Amazing. <laughs> Actually, yeah, Your before single, we... single, I Love Vagina. <laughs> <laughs> In brackets, totally not gay. Yeah. <laughs> A straight production. Track two, I'm feeling straight. 
Gabe, but yeah, before we get ahead of ourselves, can you like um, tell your listeners about like what your music is and I mean where they can find you and where they can listen? Yeah, I mean, uh, so my music now is kind of a mix of this like pop, rock, R&B, soul thing. I don't even know what to classify it as, but basically I just do whatever the hell I want to do when I'm feeling it. Um, you can find me on like iTunes, Spotify, all that stuff. My website is tafariantony.com. And there's like videos and stuff on there as well. So yeah, Amazing. my personal favorite is no better. No better. Fucking oh, that. He's up on it. I love that. <laughs> and like it plays at a restaurant all the time. Does it really? So it does. Yeah, yeah, it does. Like I've honestly yeah. only heard it twice in my life on the radio. It's like all the time. I mean, I think it plays like seven a.m. bracket because I always like open the restaurant to it, and it's yeah. so great. Okay, it's so exciting. Yeah. So people have probably fangirling a little <laughs> already. <I> Fanboying. <laughs> Fan person. Oh my god! Yeah. What is? Yeah. Just fanning. You're, fanning. Dakota, you're Dakota fanning. I'm Dakota <laughs> fanning. No, I'm L fanning. <laughs> Aw, L. Anyway. Such talented girls. <laughs> Please stop talking about the fanning. Oh I refuse. You brought it up. <laughs> so, how did you like? Because now you're like sort of a cute celebrity, <laughs> Toronto scene and elsewhere, I assume. How did you like break out? Like, what was your like. Um, like, I guess for me, the thing that kind of, like, pushed me, I guess, was I did the CBC Searchlight in 2016, which is, like, a national competition, so anyone can enter it, and I got to top 25, which is kind of crazy, because, like, it's nationwide, right? Um, yeah, so I didn't win that, but, um, from doing that competition, like, I met a couple different artists from that, and then CBC was just kind of, like, onto my stuff, so I put out an EP, I think, about a month or two after the competition had ended, and I just got like an email one day and CBC was just like, hey, we like remembered you from Searchlight and we heard this one song of yours, which is no better. And we're like, they're like, I like, we like the songs. So we're going to add it to the radio. It's like, oh, okay, cool. <laughs> you do you, I guess. Yeah. Like wow. I had like, it wasn't on my, like radio was not on my radar for that year. Like my plan was just to kind of like, I've been, I had stopped doing music for so long and I just wanted to kind of get back into doing it. Um, and it was just a matter of just like, I just told myself I'm going to record this thing. Mm-hmm. And just see what happens. Like, I had no real expectations for it, so... Jesse, cue that song up. Play a little bit of it. <laughs> Jesse, you're going to get this podcast pulled off air if you do that. I swear to God. <laughs> Jesse, who are you listening to? <laughs> Where does your loyalty lie? So I feel like that kind of like really helps uh, propel things faster than mm-hmm. I could have done on my own. And then was it kind of like an explosion from there? Like, have you been nonstop? I mean, since? it's been like a small explosion. Like, as as as, as it goes, as, as yeah, the exactly. Scene can be. <laughs> yeah, it um, can be. It can be. Can it can be in a certain aspect? But yeah, no, it's been okay so far. And you're going somewhere soon, right? Like, to and, aren't no, we all today? Oh two, no! Two days from now, I'm going to Manitoba. Right, Manitoba. Manitoba. For what um, reason? Uh, we're doing a festival there. I'm not the lead singer. My friend Stacy K, who's amazing. You guys should actually have her on as well. Stacy K. Yeah, Stacey K. she's cool. great. She's like this big pop diva. It's awesome. Cool. Um. So yeah. So we were in a cappella group last year together, and so now she's doing her own solo thing. And so I do backups with her and her band and stuff. So yeah, we're gonna do I think three nights there, and then I come back. 
Like in Winnipeg or like Churchill? Uh, (laughs) I actually don't even know where we're going. (laughs) It's okay. It's all one place. We'll update listeners. I know it's not Winnipeg. It's like two hours outside of Winnipeg. Okay. Jordan, maybe? I think it's... Is that a thing? I don't know. What is it? Jordan? Is that a place? Jordan. Hmm. We all know my geography is utterly despicable. Yeah, Elliot thinks we're talking about the country Jordan right now, so... Which is in Greece, right? And Greece is a unified nation of 12 other sub-countries, if I remember correctly. Isn't the Netherlands in Greece? No, the Netherlands isn't on Earth, actually. Anyway. Okay, and then you're coming back and going somewhere again, right? Yes, and I come back, and then I go to Sudbury, Ontario. Represent. And, yeah, represent. Oh, God, even worse. Sorry, no, I'm just joking. I'm just joking. I love you, Winnipeg and Sudbury. Oh man! Yeah, and I'll be there, and I'll be there for the whole summer, and I'll be doing two different musicals there with the theater company. What musicals? Uh, one is called Violet, and the other one is called Merrily We Roll Along. Merrily We Roll Along. Yeah, you do know you know that? I I know the second one. I had no idea one. about either one of them when I started, to be honest. So that's so exciting. Yeah, it'll be interesting. Where can people come mm. see you in Sudbury? <laughs> The oh, Science Center, yes. Science North. Okay, you can find Tom. Science North <laughs> in the Beaver Dam uh, exhibit. Shit, I can't remember. Elliot's stepdad's there. garage. No. <laughs> Is it Subway Theater? No, it's Center? not Subway Theater. Center this time they've switched the theater. I think it's at the university now. Okay, what's that theater called? Um, Thornalow. Yeah, I think it's at Thornalow. Cool. Again, we can update. Well. We'll, yeah. Uh, yeah, we'll, <laughs> yeah. yeah. We'll Part of our Jesse, thing. Jesse, figure that out, please. Thank you. Part of our thing going forward is that we want to keep people informed about like mm-hmm. everything our guests are doing. So we're going to be constantly releasing that info so people can stalk you lightly or just go to your shows, <laughs> whichever you'd like. A light A little stocking. bit of both. Mailing address. What would you wear to that? Stockings? <laughs> For a light stocking. Stockings and a light fall jacket <laughs> is what I would say. Tom's giving me murder eyes right now. I apologize. Oh, man. Um, so you always knew that you were musical. You always knew that this was something that you wanted to pursue. Yeah. Cool. I thought you were going to say you always knew you were gay. <laughs> so, like, Tom, that's so such did a I. Blatant. So you also... <laughs> did you always know that? Did you grow up in Toronto? Yeah, like I grew up in Pickering, Ontario, which is just like half an hour from downtown. Suburbs, but yeah. Mm-hmm. So. And your family was supportive? Of music? Of, of, of well, I know they're supportive of music. Okay. I'm wondering if they're supportive of your um, of your lifestyle. <laughs> uh, no, not really. Like, when I was living at home, I didn't come out for that reason. Uh, like, I just, I'm pretty intuitive about people, and I just knew that if I had come out while I was younger and I had no choice but to live there, it would have just been a fucking mess. Right. So mm-hmm. I just I didn't bother. Like, I waited till I was like set up on my own I was making my own money and I could figure my own shit out to do it mm-hmm. um, so yeah so like I moved from Toronto to Sudbury Ontario and I think I was there for about a year before I came out to them and even like being that distance away was just like a friggin nightmare it was insane how did you do it? Uh, <laughs> uh, for, so I told my mom first cause she was like uh, talking about MSN this is so dating myself right now. Uh, she was talking about MSN. She's like, "Oh yeah, so you're like into any girls?" And I was like, uh, "No." And she's like, "Oh, when am I gonna get like a like a daughter-in-law?" Yeah, I'm like, "I don't think you'll be getting that from me." And she's just like, "Oh, what do you mean?" <laughs> and I was just Aww. like, "Do I really have to say it?" it seems like she was fishing for she, it. Yeah, right. Did um, you have to say it? I had to say it. Um, and then she's just, at that point, she was just like, "Okay, well, like whatever makes you happy makes me happy." And I was just like literally shocked that's so sweet yeah it was at the time um so then that happened and we like talked for like a little bit 
And then uh, eventually my father found out. Like, I didn't actually get to tell him because he just was, like, sleeping around and, like, reading her diary and shit. Mm. And ended up finding out from that. And so that kind of, like, turned everything up on its head. Oh, for um, Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so, like, once he found out, it was just, like, crazy calls all day. Asking, like, ridiculous questions. Uh, like, death threats, all kinds of shit. Um Eventually, I, like, came back home, not to, like, move back, but just to, like, be there in person to see to see them. Um, and, like, basically, like, sat me down for, like, an intervention, which was very weird for, like, I think about five hours. Oh, my God. Yeah. I had, like, just finished doing an exam in Sudbury, took the overnight bus. The midnight um, bus. <laughs> midnight bus. That's the story for another time. <laughs> and then, like, was there just literally being, like, interventioned for however many hours and then took a bus back so i think by the time i left that was the purpose of your visit well i didn't like i mean if i knew it was gonna be an intervention i would have gone right right (laughs) but that's just what happened right yeah um yeah and then once i like left and got back i was getting like text messages from him like very like wishy-washy like the first one was kind of like oh yeah i'm glad you're gonna come back home and like be straight all this kind of shit i was like i never fucking said that (laughs) Um, so like in his mind, like his conversation, like got through to me and I was going to come back and just like live whatever life he wanted me to live, uh, which clearly wasn't going to happen. Um, and then, so that would be like one day and the next day would be like, you're the fucking scum of the earth, all kinds of shit. So this went on for like, I think about a month before he was just kind of like, okay, we're done with you. Like don't ever contact us again, all this kind of stuff. And I was just like, cool. I mean, this isn't a question, like, a lot of people can answer, but do you know why? Or, like, was there, like, a driving force for why your dad didn't want you to be gay? Or was it just, like... Um, I mean, like, they're they're both straight from Jamaica, so, like, that's a big cultural thing as well. Um, so I'm sure that had a lot to do with it. And I feel like with uh, him specifically, I feel like there's a lot of, like, pride of, like, oh, what are my friends going to think? Because he's just, like, he's right. in, like, the reggae scene, like... Uh, and like that very deep into like the Rastafarian culture and all that kind of stuff so it's just like even if he wanted to be okay with it I don't think that he would have been able to because of what everybody else would think right and I feel like whether there's love there or not for me I don't know that's a different story but I think regardless of what he felt for me it's like the opinions of his peers mattered more right do you like mind giving your listeners a rundown of what it's like being gay in Jamaica or like why that wouldn't be um, yeah like I, I don't like I never lived there or anything so I don't really know fully but just my just from seeing things it's just like the culture there is very like very straight very heterosexual um, it's anything like kind of feminine in a man is just like not looked upon well mm-hmm. um, I think it's still a crime there to be gay I can't remember for sure, but I think it's, like, it's still, like, punishable by law. Jesus. Um, yeah, so if, like, <laughs> anything like that happens, and people have no qualms or issue, like, taking it upon themselves to, like, enforce these laws, you know what I'm saying? So right. So it's kind of, like, a scary thing. Oh, babe. Which we can kind of forget about being here, right? So, right. Yeah, yeah, that's such a good takeaway, though. Like, the complacency cannot happen just because you have rights yeah. where you live. Like, just yeah. because we are in a bubble of, like, queer acceptance. Like, don't fucking... You know, stop screaming and stop yeah. fighting. Yeah. Also, as soon as I asked that, I, I do realize that um, Tainomi, one of our guests, also had family from Jamaica and actually also um, said similar things. So, like, we need to figure out what we can do to help. Absolutely. 
Tom, you look so drained right now. <laughs> no, sorry. Yeah, no, I just. Yeah. Um. What? Uh, so, it, what's your relationship with them now? Any better? <laughs> uh, like my mom and I, like we're we talk and stuff, okay. but um, just like it's sometimes she'll acknowledge the fact that I'm gay, but other times it's like not okay. She just like goes through moods of it, but for the most part, like I think. As opposed to my father, I think the love for me is greater than anything for her. So she's able to kind of deal with whatever she's dealing with on her own and still put it aside to, like, still be involved with me. Mm-hmm. Uh, my father, I haven't talked to him since I came out. There was, like, one little instance where I, like, I had just moved back here from Sudbury and I was doing this show in Mississauga. Um, and it was, like, probably, like, the first, like, big thing I was doing musically. Um, and my sister... I guess was in contact with him still and she like told him I was doing this thing and he like called me while when I was out doing the show he called me left a message and just like very like casual very just like oh hey what's up like I heard you doing this like that's really great uh and then that was it mm-hmm. but I was just like for me it was like I don't know I think about this sometimes but like I just I don't know for me like I needed some acknowledgement of like you can't just act like well, all the stuff didn't happen and we haven't spoken for five years like mm-hmm. you can't just like call me and just be like oh hey what's up mm-hmm. like mm, no <laughs> um, so like I just yeah I didn't uh, I didn't respond back to it because I, I didn't know what to, to really say to that it was just like it was weird mm-hmm. um, but then I didn't get any contact after that so to me it was just kind of like this moment of I don't know I think, like, I don't know if it was, like, a genuine moment, I guess, is what I'm trying to get at. Yeah. Because I feel like if it was genuine, there would have been more of an effort. Mm-hmm. I hear that a lot, too, though. Like, when it, when coming outs go bad, I find there often is from, like, either one or both parents who didn't accept it, like, that that drive to forget or, like, to pretend like it didn't happen at some point, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, just getting that email or that phone call or that text that's, like, did you actually just say that as though none of the other stuff was said? Yeah. And it's so, like, bizarre that... You know, I guess there's like way more ways to be in the closet. Like some people just want to forget about, you know, yeah, those conversations. But then at the same time, too, you're in the music industry, and like, what was it like coming out there and like being gay, even now? Uh, I think I feel like a lot of it now is just like me in my own head. <laughs> mm. Like I like I'm sure it's still an issue, but I feel like people don't care as much as I care. If that makes sense, like. Mm-hmm. I that's feel, a super real thing like yeah. the internalization is like yeah. still you know and I feel like just like just from like my came out issues and all that kind of stuff like even though it doesn't like sit on me all the time when it comes to a situation like that where I have to like meet someone for instance in the industry and like they may not know what I'm doing it's like to me kind of awkward to be like oh, I have to like pull this out right because I just kind mm-hmm. of want to just like be what it is you, know you just I mean? want to live your life you don't want yeah, to explain like, yourself yeah mm-hmm. um but I've not had any, like, crazy situations of, like, someone in the street, like, saying that I'm gay and, like, responding badly to it. Mm-hmm. So I, I guess that's a good thing. Yeah, I guess that's yeah. the privilege of the city we live in. Yeah. 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 Well, and also you've toured, right? I've toured a lot. Last year I was on tour literally the whole year uh, with the Alcabella Group, which was great. Whereabouts um, were you touring? We were mostly in the States, and then we... Uh, we did two Caribbean cruises in Mexico, which was cool. And then we went to South Korea for like three days. Cool. Yeah, I used I, to live there. Did you really? 
It was really fun. That's amazing. Yeah. Yeah, too, and it's the thing in society, like, you're straight until proven otherwise, or straight until yeah. proven So, like, people just immediately assume yeah. your straightness, you know? Yeah, yeah. And... Right. Yeah, and, like, do you break that? Do you have to say, like, who, you know what I mean? At a certain point, like, why does it matter? But then also, if we're taking the route that this podcast wants to take, and, like, being vocal and being loud, like... Yeah. You know, like, do you, I don't know, walking that line is very complicated for me, and I don't really know what the right answer is. Yeah. Well, I guess it's the same thing, like, with the name. Like, it depends on the situation. Like, I've had situations, I guess, meeting people in the industry where it's been, like, okay, they just assume you're straight because that's just what it is. Mm-hmm. Um, but for me, it's, like, in those situations, I feel like if it's just, like, a one-off kind of meeting, I don't really get into it with them. I just right. feel like it's not... I don't know. Like, if, if it's not going to go past this situation, then I don't know that you need to care about it, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, but totally. if it's like, oh, we have to, like, work together now, like, it has to be said. Because at some point you're going to find out, and then yeah, it'll be more awkward, right? So. And I always say this, too. Like, I don't want anyone to ever shame someone for not saying it, even mm-hmm. in a minor situation. Because, like, you have to take so many factors into account. Yeah. And, like, you must be fucking your safety. tired. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, your safety, your exhaustion levels, yeah. self-care always comes first. Like, totally. yeah. as much as it's our mandate to be loud and proud or whatever as, like, cliche as that is it's also it, our privilege to be able to do that exactly yeah. and there's a huge asterisk beside that statement you know and yeah. it's like that's that can be selective and it should be selective and like you should never put that on anyone else's shoulders yeah and everyone has to handle it like in their own way right like yeah if like for me it might be not as serious to like bring it up right away but for someone else if that's urgent for you then you have to do that right yeah, and that's yeah, just yeah. different mm-hmm. people so my question for you is as queer people we a lot of the time get to pick our own family which is i guess a double-edged sword but what's your family like (laughs) uh my family is great i guess um i like even growing up i had like friends from school where i'd be i just become like part of their families i just i don't know that just always was a thing for with me like their families just always like really embraced me um so I have a couple of best friends where it's just like every year Christmas, like I'm at their house, like the plan is like we go to their house for Christmas, we do this thing, and like it's part of like my circle. Uh, and the family that I've made for myself has been great and very supportive, and like I just I love my people. That's amazing. Yeah. I love that question. That's so sweet. <laughs> Found families are real family. Absolutely. They are. That's yeah. the queer family staple. Oh yeah. Better believe it, sister. <laughs> Um, is that misogynist? No, uh, I'm just know. kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm just trying to, just trying to be mean to you for a little bit. Of, you know, I've cute, had enough of your abuse. Cute salt in your wounds. <laughs> um, Tafari. Also, I'm trying to like we talked for so long yesterday. I'm trying to like organically pull these okay. things out. Um, but <laughs> Jesse, you have back. Jesse, don't cut that. It's real. <laughs> Our listeners want authenticity. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You've already canned this conversation. You can't be canned if I talk about canning it. So listen. Can't look. Can it. Can away. Can away. Um, I want to talk about your partner because we were talking yesterday and he just sounds so lovely and like, I don't know, do you want to tell our listeners a bit about that relationship? What do you want to know specifically? Specifically, (laughs) how long have you guys been together for? Keep it clean, Elliot. Keep it clean. Okay, you guys. What size butt plug do you have? That's what I really want to know. Is it a fist or one of those round ones? (laughs) Um, we've been together for 11 years. Which oh my is, God. Yeah. Which is insane. Um, 11 years, 11 years. That's yeah. not a time in gay years. That's 99 years. That's yeah, 99 years. Yeah. <laughs> 11 <laughs> years. Yeah. I, 
you know, that's... Tom, what, what were you going to say? I haven't even gone like 11 months. <laughs> I mean, I've had 11 years of a relationship with alcoholism. <laughs> it's life. pretty much the same. <laughs> 11 days for Tom's an engagement. 12 days is a marriage. No, don't tell our listeners that. I'm trying to date. <laughs> As you're shoving your wedding dress under the chair. Oh anyway. <laughs> 11 yeah. years. 11 years, yeah. What I'd like to know is how. Yeah. Seriously. Like, actually, like, how do you guys make it work? And like... Was there ever conversation about being together for so long? Um, no, like you I mean don't. At like five years in, you're like, should we continue? No, I just mean like, I just mean like, because you must have been young, right? Eleven. Yeah, years. like I was 19 when I met him, um, and I had, like I said before, I had just come out really. So I think I went on like one date with this other guy, and then I met him, and then that was it. Oh my lord! Yeah. Uh, so it's a bit crazy, <laughs> um, but at the time, like. That's I wanted to like. I was ready to be in that kind of relationship, I guess. Mm-hmm. So I was just open to the idea. I wasn't scared of it or anything. So I feel like it was easy for me to just kind of like see that this person was for me. Um, so yeah, so he was like living in Sudbury. Sudbury's getting a lot of love in this episode. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so he was living in Sudbury. I was living in Toronto, and we met on Plenty of Fish. Oh yeah, which, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Back when it like first started, which is also kind of weird. Um, I always thought that was the Christian one, but it's not. No, no. Isn't no. there a Jesus fish version of Plenty of Fish? Christian mingle. Oh, right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, that's that. Same difference. <laughs> Did you have to like, like fill like a card on the site? Like, was it just like? Oh yeah, I should have bought like I have like a like from our first anniversary I made like this book, Aww. so it has like our profiles on the time like the photos are in there and shit. I should have brought it. But That's so cute. Send us a picture next time. We'll yeah. update our listeners. Um, but yeah, so I had to like fill all this shit. I don't know what I wrote now, but I'm sure it was kind of weird. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so then like he was living separate. I was living here. I think we had like been texting for like a month, maybe. Never thought to call each other. Just texted, which is. Interesting. It was um, texting that long ago? It was, yeah, on the fucking flip phone. Do <laughs> so you have to press like seven, five times Absolutely. to get an S or whatever? Absolutely. So you would think you would just call each other, but <laughs> I was fucking texting. I don't know. <laughs> You're um, 19. It's nerve wracking. Yeah, yeah, it was. Um, yeah, so I like went to Sabri one night and I was just like, okay, well, I'm just going to come see you and see what happens. So I was there for like a weekend. Wait, wait, and you were here? Yeah, I was here. Wow. Yeah. Dedication. Sorry for our listeners. How long? Uh, what drive is that? Uh, depends on how well, fast you're going, but like yeah. three and a half But hours? on the bus. Four and a bit? At the time on the bus, that was, I think actually overnight was like closer to six or seven hours. Jesus six Christ. Six or seven hours. Which is unreasonable. Yeah. Like It's crazy. Not, yeah. It's crazy. But he was supposed to come here. I can't believe you did that for plenty of fish. That's so bright. I know. I must have been desperate. That is so brave. <laughs> Um, yeah he was supposed to come here but he canceled on me and so i was like okay i'll just come see you then i guess Mm -hmm. Uh, maybe i need to start just getting on buses and going somewhere i think a destination's a good (laughs) thing to have oh should i go to sudbury yes go to sudbury (laughs) (laughs) take the night bus (laughs) oh shit okay so sorry didn't come here so you went there so i went there and was uh, it worth it for sight? Uh, as cheesy as yes. Basically. Oh my god! Oh. I know it's weird. It's crazy. So like he picked me up with his friends, which is like thinking about it in with hindsight. His friends. Yeah, I know. But he like it was just like I think in his mind that was to make me more comfortable because like right. I'm I'm like this one person comes to this place I've yeah. never been to, 
No, I get that. To like, meet one sweet. person. But in my head, I'm like, that could be also pretty dangerous, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Neither is safe. Neither is safe. Both are cute. Neither is safe, but cute in hindsight because everything's okay. Neither is safe. Both are cute. <laughs> That's the way I live my life. Can that be the tagline of our podcast? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. So I, like, I just spent the, spent the weekend there. And then I think that she, like, at the end of the weekend, he's just like, so are we going to try this? And I was like, yeah, I think we should try this. Oh. And then that was... Basically, yeah. and then long distance ensued. No, I I think I moved there within a month, probably. Oh wow! Yeah, <laughs> but it all worked Jeez. out, it worked out. Yeah. quickly. Eleven yeah. years later. Eleven years later. And when you when you know, you just gotta you gotta do it. Right? Oh my god! So sweet. It's really inspiring. Can you tell? <laughs> if our... I had a heart, it would be like melting right now. <laughs> Can you tell our sad, lonely listeners in brackets, Tom? Like, how do you make that, how do you make it work? You know, like, what are some, like, steps or, like, some tips and tricks? Oh, my gosh. You look so mad at me right now. Oh, I'm not mad at you. No, I'm just trying to think. Um, I don't know tips and tricks. Like, Like, how do you keep it fresh? Because I, like, get so bored of everyone. Like, I'm already bored of Jesse. Like, Tom would understand this. How do you, like, gaslight him? Like, what lies do you tell him to, like, love you? Stop that. (laughs) I'm just Stop kidding. Now. I'm sorry. I love you, Tom. <laughs> <laughs> Lie number one. <laughs> uh, no, but I am very, like, genuinely curious. Yeah, I know. Um, yeah, I don't know. Like, I feel like a lot of it is just, like, genuinely wanting to be around with somebody. Mm-hmm. Like, there needs to be, like, you have to want to be friends with someone that you're in a relationship with, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we have, like, very different interests, which is interesting. Um because I find there's, like, very few things that we actually do together now. Mm-hmm. I think in the beginning, like, obviously you try and impress everybody, right? So you're just, like, you're more open to, like, oh, yeah, you're into this thing? Sure, I'll try this out. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. But after a while, I'm just, like, fuck it, I'm not into doing that. So, like, you do that. So what are his interests? Well, like, when I met him, he was more... Sorry, we're really diving deep. I know. I'm curious. And I'm, like, and I'm avoiding it, but <laughs> we'll get there. Um, when I met him, he was more into, like, music and stuff. But his, like, in, once he moved here, like, he... Was came more into like sports and like cooking and that kind of thing, whereas I'm just pretty much like an artsy, artsy person. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, so like now, like I'll want to go to a concert and he'll want to go play volleyball all day. I'm just like, just very different, right? Yeah, yeah. So, but I think uh, an important thing to make it work is recognizing that you both have to have your separate lives mm-hmm. and then your life together. Whereas I feel like a lot of times in relationships, people just have like this one life together and then. It's like it's a lot of pressure. It's mm-hmm. too much pressure mm-hmm. to just like be so dependent on like, oh, what do you? We have to do everything together, kind of thing. Uh, I think that's kind of what like breaks down a lot of relationships. Mm-hmm. That's my two cents. Tom is trying to hold back laughter right now <laughs> because me and, you don't know me because me and my boyfriend are the same person but yeah. like uh, every relationship's different every relationship everything is works different, different. Yes. i just saw tom exploding like a tomato over there like you just couldn't even my relationship's fine tom but you guys have very similar interests so i think yeah like it's it's different like for me personally like similar interests similar brains yeah like i don't text one of them without texting both of them <laughs> but listen it's interdependency not codependency thank oh, you okay. georgia, georgia from my favorite murder <laughs> But there's a difference. Like, codependent is, like, a reliance, but interdependent is, like, you're both... Shut up, Thomas. <laughs> I'm so attacked right now. <laughs> How dare you, Tafari? I'm so sorry. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I love this. I didn't even need to do the attacking. You attacked yourself for me. Literally, that's what you just did. Because animals, like, get so confused. They, like, And then themselves. got mad at me for it. 
It's the epitome of our relationship. <laughs> oh, shit. Separate lives. Well, you're right. I mean, it's a case-by-case basis, as yeah. you just said, which is so true, because yeah. I would also need that. Like, for me, I need my space. Like, love you to death, but, like, I, I need to have my own time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's just me. Totally. Um, but, again, so this is, like, my thing. Like, whereas you guys are good together, like, that all the time. Mm-hmm. Certain people will get into relationships with people who want that, but they're not. Like, that's not for them, right? Right. And it's a big thing to kind of like realize that it's okay to do that, but you have to like seek out that person who kind of wants the same things as you do. Because mm-hmm. like, if he was like, "Oh, I need to be with you all the time," like it just would not work. Oh no, it wouldn't yeah, work. No, no. <laughs> great advice. Like, if you're in one of those relationships and you want space, that's totally normal. Yeah. Like, there's nothing wrong with you or like no. wrong with the way that you love. You know, absence makes the heart grow fonder. It is very true. And like when I do travel and stuff. Like, when I come home, it's amazing. You know, and right. I can be away. I just feel so defensive right now. I can be away from my partner. I'm okay. It's fine. Tom, thank you. No, but for real, I think, like, the script Track that we two, get. Track two, I'm so straight. <laughs> I start doing runs like Christina. Um, yeah, I feel like the script we get fed a lot is more, like, my version of a relationship where, like, interdependency there's something wrong if you don't Mm -hmm. want to spend all this time together and i think like it's very queer to have a relationship that doesn't follow that script yeah and like it's healthy like it's healthy if you're happy and it's healthy if you're talking and that should be i think the foreground of everything exactly hmm i'm here glaring into my eyes like a predator (laughs) (laughs) predator like an animal again not like a predator i just love that you asked tafari for his um relationship like tick trick tips and tricks and then you just like trumped in with your own don't use that word anymore <laughs> you're right it's a dirty 54 word. in yeah exactly. it's duck for it in <laughs> oh gosh yeah i just went through like the eight stages of grief i don't even know how many there are but i was like defensiveness attacking like trying to make everything <laughs> fine and make a lesson out of it <laughs> oh what a glorious journey glory hole journey oh gosh <laughs> um yeah what about do you ever think about marriage yeah, I mean, we've been engaged for a long time, too. Oh, no way. Congrats. Yeah, I thank you. Um, if you were to get married, what would that look like? Oh, gosh. I don't even know. I thought about it for, like, a year, and then I was just, like, over it. <laughs> 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 it's just, like, a lot of work and a lot of money. I'm just, like, I don't want to spend it. Do either one. Um, yeah, but I feel true. like, for me, a wedding, like, I, because, again, we're so, like, separate and, like, we don't do a lot of things together, I kind of want it to be a bit of a celebration, like... There, yes, I could go to the courthouse and just get married, but mm-hmm. I feel like that's what we would just do because we're just very chill people, right? Yeah. Um, but I feel like having a little bit of celebration, but nothing too grand mm-hmm. would be good. Mm-hmm. And I feel like because I'm like, I do music and I'm performing all the time, like, I like low key things outside of doing that. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I feel like, I don't know, when it does happen, it'll be something low key, but it'll still be some kind of celebration. Like a party, but like not like a traditional yeah. like, marriage type thing. Yeah, I think so. Those are the most fun weddings I've ever been to, or like, you know, that kind of, it's not like the cookie cutter, everyone. Tom, why are you looking at me like that? I'm simply looking, like, I'm, what are you talking about? (laughs) Feel so judged. (laughs) Um, Are you guys monogamous in your relationship? Uh, Not anymore. Like, we started out monogamous, uh, and I think maybe about five years in. We, like, kind of started talking about opening. Uh, mostly, like, for me, it was, like, again, like, I met him as soon as I came out. Mm-hmm. So I'd never been with anybody else. Yes. I had one date with somebody, and then I met him, and then that was it, right? Um, so I think after a while, it wasn't it wasn't a matter of, like, oh, I don't want to be with you anymore. It was a matter of just I felt like 
there's a lot of experiences you get from dating people mm-hmm. uh, that I just didn't have because I just met one person. Like so, a lot of that, a lot of the things that I knew socially was just came from being with this one person. Um, so yeah, I just I just I kind of like brought it up at some point. I think we talked about it for like a year before anything actually happened. Just so healthy, like that's how that should happen. Yeah, I mean, the year is still a long time, but do you want uh, to mansplain that again? <clears throat> Go <on>. Continue. <laughs> This is strong throat clearing will suffice <laughs> to that comment. <laughs> oh, gosh. Um, <laughs> you guys are killing me. There's <laughs> a lot of negative energy being tossed around. Uh, yeah, anyway, so we talked about it for like a year before anything happened. And yeah, I don't know. It's worked so far, I guess. When you say opening, like, can you describe to our listeners what that means in your, in your case, in your relationship? Yeah, uh, in my case... Uh, I guess it started again just to have those experiences uh, so it was more at the time it was more of like sexual opening I guess mm-hmm. um, just to like be able to explore those situations uh, and then for him it allowed him to do things that he was into that I wasn't really down with and that was fine mm-hmm. um, once I started like touring and like doing theater contracts out of town for like months at a time it just kind of morphed into being more um so, like, for us, like, it's, there's no, like, boundary of, like, oh, it has to just be, like, a one-off kind of thing. Like, you can have friends that, you know, you're intimate with. And I think um, that also, like, helps your friendship sometimes be stronger totally. in that situation. Um, so, and it, once I started, like, touring and stuff like that, it kind of allowed that to be, I don't want to say a placeholder. I don't know what to say, how to mm. say that. Um, Exploration. Yeah, like, it allowed it to be it's okay to like be intimate with someone not just physically but also like on an intellectual level mm-hmm. and that's like a fine thing to do um so it allowed him to have that here and then me traveling like be able to like meet people and right. not necessarily date but like essentially right date someone while i'm away yeah do you guys ever do it together as well like as a couple <laughs> uh we tried a couple times in the beginning, and it just was not cute. So. <laughs> <laughs> wasn't a thing. No, we shut it down. It was just like we're very like we're very uh, different people physically as well. Like he's more of like a jock type looking, and I'm a bit more chubby or whatever. Um, so I find here it's a it's hard to be a couple in that situation and find like a third or a fourth or whatever because it's just like people are usually like into one or one of different things. Oh, Whereas like I'm I'm pretty like. I feel like everyone is hot. Like, mm-hmm. I'm like, that way. You know what I mean? Like, that's me, but I, I do realize a lot of people in the city, for whatever reason, like, have a very, like, this is the one thing I want. And if it's oh, not yeah. this thing, like, yeah. Which, like, off, right? let's not beat Even around the as bush. gay men, sexuality <laughs> is very narrow. Yeah, yeah. There's a, like, I mean, you go to the gay bars in Toronto, which are supposed to be, like, open, inclusive spaces, and the bodies that you see displayed are, like, white, masculine, yeah. like, quote unquote, masculine jock type bodies god damn it Elliot turn your phone off and um (laughs) it's just like I don't know I like I think we've had this conversation before with the best ass contest which came around kind of but it just like I sure sure came around you did come all around the best ass (laughs) but even in terms of like I was on Facebook and one of the targeted ads was for some city's pride and it was just like two ripped white guys kissing and it's like that's like stop stop it like that's That's, not queer you know what i mean that's not pride anymore it's not pride anymore. never should have been and especially when i feel like those bodies like come not only like are appreciated but also command the space and like dictate what the taste should be Mm -hmm. yeah 
Um, speaking of just like loving all types of bodies, I think this may be the time for the Ultron story. It's a very natural segue. Tom, may I? Can we? You can do whatever you want, my love. <laughs> so we've been dropping hints about this for a while on the podcast. <laughs> One of my all-time favorites. Tom, Tom's type is like maybe a person, like maybe an automobile, like maybe a bird if it's like thick enough. I'm very open with my sexuality and I'm not... And I'm not ashamed that. of it. You shouldn't be ashamed of it. Yeah. We went to see the Avengers Age of Ultron. And as we left, I was like, how hot was one of the people? I don't remember who. And Tom's like, okay, but did you fucking see Ultron? <laughs> he wasn't even joking. <laughs> Ultron's ass was tight. Two pieces of metal. Round metal. You wanted to fuck. I would stick it in that metal. What about a dump truck? Do you get a boner at a construction site? How nice is the ass? It's one of those <laughs> cement rollers. Just keeps going around. Then dump on me, baby. <laughs> Wide hole, lots of fluid. You love it, don't you? It's your favorite. <laughs> oh, Jesse, cut all that. Jesse, if you don't... I mean, yeah, do what you want, but... I implore our listeners now, let's open it up from, like, Facebooks, whole pics, everything, like, Ultron pictures. Um, <laughs> Machines. Yeah, yeah your, your parents' tow truck, your garburator and your sink. Ooh, yeah. Microwaves? That's dangerous. What about microwaves? Yeah, yeah, I'm into it. You like some, like, ooh, like, shocking you? Sure. You know? I love it. Like fry my brainwaves. Or... Ooh, what about the Tin Man from Wizard of Oz? Yeah, sure. Yeah? Tafari, are you into the Tin Man? Didn't he die of, like, lead poisoning? <gasps> Actually? Yeah, the actor, like, died because whatever paint they put... Oops. Oh. Can we... Corrections corner this? <laughs> we can definitely the actor, like, died because of the, like, the the paint that they put oh, on him was poisonous. My God. Oh, shit. Also... So, um, like, not, no, I'm not into necrophilia. Okay, So, fair. the Tin Man when he was alive. And not dead from terrible set production. Not dead, poisoned Tin Man. Good. We need to have boundaries. We need to know the lines. And here they are. Did you know that Toto was paid more than the little people who played the Lollipop Guild? Look it up. That is a fact. What? Hollywood was, slash is, very, very fucked up. We didn't talk about Pamela. Okay. We have a few things to do before we end the episode. Yes. Um, Number one is talking about Pamela. Yes. So. Can we try something? Jafari, mm-hmm. can you just take a look at her and can you try and describe her look? Oh yeah, good idea. <laughs> oh what vibe do you think she's what giving are you off? Feeling? <laughs> uh wow. She's giving some real like dumpster kitty realness. Like <laughs> someone really pissed her off in that dumpster. And yeah, her weave is uh <laughs> Her weave is a little ratchet. <laughs> and Did what, you say what is she wearing? Or ratchet. Ratchet. Both. What is she wearing though? What is this? Like a pleather you skirt? You tell us. It's like a pleather skirt. So yeah. she just came back from like a fucking disco or something. I don't know. But she looks a mess. Yeah. Yeah. She was drinking her iced coffee earlier, <laughs> sitting on her like inflatable chair. Fucking spot on. It is a pleather skirt. Yeah. Pulled down. Her thighs are too big to have it come over so she's titties out. Her bangs are banging. Though. Her bangs were brushed. I mean, she's and trying it. Banging. She's trying it. <laughs> okay. I think we all know what it's time for now. The chofing round. Ooh. Did I say that right? No, it's quofing. Quofing. 
Quofing? Quofing. What's chofing? Nothing? Like chafing mixed with quofing? <laughs> <laughs> when your penis is chafing, then you quof. Oh. Dry skin. I just bummed oh, everybody oh out. Oh my I'm god. So... You quof out some dry skin? No! <laughs> you said that. No, you said that, everybody else but me. Um, <laughs> this is the episode where we really turn on each other. <laughs> yikes. Hashtag yikes. Okay, so we have some like rapid fire questions to okay. ask you. Do you think you're ready? No. Can I, I, I know I'm not ready. But some ground okay. rules you're allowed to pass. Okay. It doesn't count as an answered question, but we'll what? go on to the next one. Is yes. that true? It is true. All right. You can pass. Um, we'll ask you another one. Jesse, is that true? All right. <laughs> he doesn't believe you. As many questions as you can answer in the time given, we'll give you a special prize if you top it by the end of the uh, by the end of the whole season. Okay. Did that? Well, that was the most <laughs> confusing way that I could possibly have said that. I mean, I just heard like we'll give you a prize if you, if you top, top it. it. Yeah, which that's is something I... you've said before. <laughs> Listen, look, and I guess that's it. Just like first, like you have our deepest, sincerest apologies for these questions. Stop saying that your things are deep <laughs> and sincere. Can I go? Yeah, sure. Jesse, hit the clock after I start. Reset that. If you were a celebrity, who would you be? Kelly Clarkson. If you were stranded on a desert island with one item, what would it be? Kelly Clarkson. <laughs> Roses or rosé? Roses. Roseanne or no ma'am? <laughs> no ma'am. <laughs> Virgin Mary or Bloody Mary? Bloody Mary. Britney Spears or Sippin' Beers? Britney Spears. Lilo or Lilo and Stitch? Lilo and Stitch all the way. What's your favorite color? Blue. Wheatgrass or fat ass? Fat ass. Who's your queer icon? Uh, shit. Sam Smith. Um, Lord of the Rings or Cock Rings? Neither. Cucumber or kooky lumber? <laughs> Cucumber. Pop or soda? Pop. Rock bottom or bottoming for the rock? Bottom for the rock. Cher or Ricky Martin? Ricky Martin. Church's Bazaar or a Bazaar Church? A bazaar Church. Potpourri or peeing on the Pope? Peeing <laughs> on the Pope. <laughs> a party's platform or party on a platform? <laughs> Party on a platform. <laughs> yeah, that's so that many. So good. So proud of you. That's, you didn't skip a beat. <laughs> <Not> like, literally. <laughs> oh, Thank you. I was not ready. That was. That was <laughs> you clearly were. That like, was something else. But how could anyone ever be prepared? No, for that? you can't prepare. This is the real question. <laughs> oh, oh chofing round. No, quofing round. Definitely quofing. <laughs> quofing. Chofing. <laughs> I'm calling it chofing. No, I don't care. Is that slander that we asked if you'd pee on the Pope? A no, little bit. Slander. You put me in, like, that was a lot of pressure. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. Start I don't even know what the other the other option was. It just, like, that was the last thing I heard, so I just had to go with it. A potpourri. <laughs> who really likes potpourri, and everyone loves peeing on the Pope. Also, anybody born after 1990 does not know what potpourri is. What? Right? You were born after 1990. Yeah, I mean, like, listen. Jesse, do you know what potpourri is? He shook He's his head no. Yes. <laughs> Jesse is whoever you want him to be. He's the potpourri of humans. <laughs> He's a figment of our collective imaginations. All right, enough about Jesse's. Too boring. Um, so what are our silver linings for the week? You don't have to go first. You guys go first. I was lucky enough to attend the Inside Out Film Festival. Okay. One of the movies that... Oh. As I hiccup, um, a friend of mine was one of the sponsors for a movie, so I got to go. It was called Mario, and it was this um, 
Swiss German film about professional soccer players uh, who fell in love and um, it, it wasn't a regular love story it was kind of about the politics of like dealing with their coaches and their agents and trying to navigate like being in love in the public eye and like they had beards and this and that and one of them was able to cope with it and one of them wasn't it was a fascinating movie it was Whoa. really really amazing so I definitely recommend it. it's called Mario cool um <laughs> And, like, one of the main actors I'm literally in love with. Like, I'm going to fly to Germany and stalk him. <laughs> His ass was the size of a fucking, like, Ultra rump roast. Like, it was, like, basically Ultron. Ultron. <laughs> Are you going to wear stockings and a light jacket? You better believe it. <laughs> Nothing else? Yeah. So far, I, I'm sorry, but mine was shooting you yesterday, which was... That, please clarify. <laughs> <laughs> I shall not. Goodbye. Is this the Second Amendment thing? <laughs> No, I just, like, I, again, like, I've known you for so long, but it was just so nice to meet you in person and to hang out with you. And also those photos are fucking bomb. And so everybody... I see them. I will show you after. Okay. Um, I'm very excited. And, like, I don't know. I don't want to speak for the entire experience, but I thought it went really well, and I just had a really good time, and I feel like we connected, and I'm so excited to, to share them and edit them. So that was my silver lining. Sweet. That's nice. Thank you. Um... Yeah, I mean, the week just started, so that's the one thing I've done. But it was great as well. But I feel like that was cool, meeting you, and then also doing this. Because, like, I would listen to you guys on the road last week, last year uh, to, like, get away from everyone else in the group for a bit. So it was fun. So it's, like, cool to, like, be here in this space with you guys. I'm, like, grateful you guys invited me to do this. Aww. So, yeah. And, like, you guys are as cool as you are on the podcast in person. So that's always a bonus. Did you meet us? Elliot's for real? holding a gun. <laughs> <his> <laughs> for real. I don't know. It's real in my mind, at least. That's really sweet. Thank you. Also, I apologize from both of us. You had to listen to us while you're on tour. That must have been so grating. Mm, trust me, it was necessary. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's sweet. Well, thank you so much for coming. Thank you guys for having me. Why don't you go ahead and plug plug yourself again? Where can our listeners find you? Uh, you can find me at tafarianthony.com or on any social media, just at Tafari Anthony. Uh, music's on like YouTube, Spotify, iTunes, all that shit. Yeah, a Google of your name brings up all your shit. But yeah, so. I think it'll bring up my photos too, which is interesting as well. Like, sorry, not photos of me, but photos I've taken. Oh, really? Oh, oh yeah. We never. Yeah. You're a photographer as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You should yeah. have talked about that. You're yeah, so okay. creative. I do what I can. <laughs> <laughs> Well, uh, listeners, stay tuned. We're going to keep you posted on where you can hear Tafari's shows yeah. and what's going on. Yeah. Um, it's part of our accountability in season two. Accountability. It's important. That's our tagline. I was a writer, so you're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Tom and I might not be friends after today. Like, I'm really... This is the final episode of Take Break. I'm really Thank not you all sure. for joining us. Tune in next week to catch Defy and Tom. <laughs> <laughs> I wish. Okay. Um. <laughs> Let's wrap this on up. Oh, I love you both. I love you both. Um, thanks for listening. I love all of you who are listening. Yep. Um, please check us out on Instagram, Facebook, Dickwick, Patreon. You said Dickwick. Um, I know, I meant like Facebook and Instagram. Right, right. Dick at Dickwick. Uh, yeah. Yep. Okay, th- do you want to continue? Or <laughs> are we good? <laughs> no fighting now. Patreon, email us at doyouqueerwouldiqueer at gmail.com. <laughs> 
Find us on iTunes. Will you rate and review us? That would be cool Ooh, if you did that. We don't ask people that enough. Yeah, you should probably do that. Subscribe first, rate, then review. Cool, thank you. Let everyone know what you think. And like, if you like it, like, tell your tell your friends. Tell like, five like, people. Oh my god, like this podcast is great. Like, just call up your auntie. Also, Ontario. If oh. NDP or Liberals won, I, I'm Uh-oh. I'm happy. Yeah, I'm proud. If the PCs won. Literally, fuck you. Yeah, Am I allowed to say you, that? Ontario. Fuck you, Ontario. Absolutely. But no, let's not jump ahead. Let's not jump ahead. We don't know. We don't know. Let's live in the now. The spectacular now. Ooh. So I guess see you all next Tuesday. Bye. Bye. No, one, two, ready, go. Yes.